From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All Joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, it is 7 p.m. past on uh, Friday night, and that means whatever else is going on, if you've made it to this point, if you've got a cocktail in hand and you're listening to our voice, you have made it to the weekend, my friend. And if you don't have a cocktail in hand, maybe I'll give you a recipe for one. Who knows? Sometimes we, they, we that thing breaks out. But uh, joining us per usual is the First Lady of New York Hospitality herself, Christine Nicholas. Lady Christine, it is always good to see you. How are How is your especially good Friday? <laughs> Oh, it's uh, the fact that it's Friday, Kevin, is what makes it so fab fantastic. So, you know, despite the, the weather, the on again, off again rain, uh, you know, in this crazy August that we've had with all this rain, I'll still take it because it's Friday. And yeah. you're absolutely right. I can have my cocktail and exhale and know that, you know, we've got the weekend ahead of us. So That's it. Well, uh, I fully intend to <clears throat> at some point have a cocktail. We'll just, you know. <laughs> Maybe during the show, maybe after. We'll see. Um, <laughs> You're speaking much funnier of... when it's on the show. I... <laughs> <laughs> so. well, that's that's what we should start doing is requiring um, a cocktail in hand to uh, to do the show. And we should have a, 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 that as a requirement for our guests as well. So yes. like tonight, we could ask Tim and Nina Zagat and Steve Cuso to come kind of half loaded, you know, before they before they get on with us and we could see where it goes. <laughs> I know Steve would order the gabi. That's he has turned me on to that white wine, which is very nice, as AV knows. <laughs> Wait, so um, it, the gabi? That's it, um... gabi, G A V I. It's like it's a white wine from Italy, and it is a, it's a notch up above uh, Pinot Grigio, and, and it's light, but it's a little thicker. It's very nice. Okay, so in between like a Pinot and a Chardonnay. And a Chardonnay, yeah. But okay, I'm a bit in the white wine category. I love the Sauvignon Blanc. I like the Pinot Grigio. Not a big Chardonnay guy, um, but in the wintertime, I love the reds. So, yeah, you know, it's yeah, for sure. Anyway, so try, um, try the coffee next time you go out. Yeah, it's a, I'm always writing things down that people tell me. So I've, I've got to take note of that. Um, so we've got we're in an interesting um, little window of time here, as you've pointed out the last couple of weeks. Um, uh, most of the rest of the country, their kids are already off at school. And in this part of the country, parents just mostly want to kill their kids because they're not at school yet. <laughs> Um, right. Not saying that happened in the McCullough no, house no, no. at all this week. <laughs> no, no, no. Not saying that at all. <laughs> okay. All right. You can but, you can tell us, Kevin. <laughs> we've, we've got what another week to go, something like that. Uh, another two weeks, yeah. And then <laughs> so, and then oh, then then you got the holiday, and then it's after the holiday that right. we get there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there is yeah. hope. September seventh or eighth, depending where you are in the city. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> we are counting down the days. The godsend in our family, though, is that the sports have begun. So. They're now starting to get back on that schedule, 8.30, running out the door to either soccer or cross country. But, you know, that means that they've depleted my my ice machine. <laughs> so when I want to forget it, I have no more ice because <laughs> so, yeah. they're all filling up their water bottles. So we have to we have to figure that one out before the start. I hadn't school. thought about that. We're going to have to get another ice maker just for just for the years that the kids uh, start <clears throat> uh, playing the games. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, that'll be interesting. And yeah, I guess all of the, um, the the private lessons will start up, too. So ballet will be back in a, in season and Taekwondo and all the rest of that. We'll 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 get there. We'll get there. We'll make it. Um, so what the city is kind of um, I've noticed this every August, but the city in August has a kind of very different kind of uh, tone to it. Um, yeah. People are still out still kind of quiet it's actually a really good time to go do stuff in the city if you have not had a chance to before it's so true it's got a totally different vibe especially the last two weeks of the city uh, of, of august you know so if you do want to go see you know those broadway shows now's the time to do it uh because there's plenty of uh options you know with tkts 
and we'll talk about Broadway week later on in tips, but uh, there's that. You can go to the attractions because the tourists, you know, the, the American tourists, the, you know, the domestic tourists, they're back. They're back at school. They're back home. I mean, back out of New York, right. if you will. And then the New Yorkers are kind of on vacation. So you really have the city to yourselves, along with the Germans and the Italians, and, you know, the French. So <laughs> it's kind of fun. Uh, you know, I, I really enjoyed it. And now we're starting to get the influx of the U.S. Open visitors which is a whole different group you know and they're all wearing their very expensive shoes their their uh tennis shoes and they always have their tennis garb on even if they don't play tennis you know these are like 60 year old overweight you know tennis spectators but they're all in the little tennis shorts and skirts yeah. you, you, walking around you know, dude, you're not actually on the lineup you could dress normal you, we don't have to yeah I don't know, have to very, see that it's very cute it's very cute with their headbands as if they're gonna sweat you know so and I noticed there's a lot more uh, uh, people cussing me out in Italian and French and such these days too. <laughs> Why like these, would they be cussing you they, out? You know they don't uh, <laughs> they they don't they don't know it in English, I guess. So it's just the best. <laughs> the easiest way to do it is just to do it in the mother tongue. Yeah, probably because as you could be being very tall, I brought a, a very good friend and client, Terry McRae and his wife to go see Six last week. And of course, like who sits in front of Mary, but like the tallest guy in New York City who was visiting from Texas. You know? So I'm like, oh my goodness. And it's there's no intermission in Six. So, you know, I was hoping to try and get her to switch, but you can't move after that. So she was locked in, but she did say she was able to get a view. But you know what, something funny there, that is in one of the oldest theaters in New York City and it's over 100 years old. So uh, the women beforehand, they're making announcements. There's no intermission, you know, so if you're going to use the restroom, go. So the line for the ladies' room was so long, <laughs> Kevin. So, but... You know, one of the ushers was was then grabbing three women at a time, not grabbing, but <laughs> escorting three women at a time to the men's room. So me, Mary, and some other woman, and we go into the men's room and we were very reluctant, but we didn't want to wait on the line. And sure enough, they're like, incoming, ladies coming, ladies coming, gentlemen, please move over, please move. And they had, the, they had a curtain over the men's urinal <laughs> and then they let us, they let us use the stalls. So, I mean, that was kind of cool. That's an that's an only in New York experience. Only in New York. You, you won't soon forget. Right. So yeah. when she goes back to Dallas, I'm sure she'll tell all her girlfriends that, you know, well, even in New York. You know, like, well, up there in New York City. Yeah, yeah. And you, you should don't see what they do at them Broadway shows. Yeah. So and I'm not even getting into the whole gender uh, politics or whatever. I just thought it was kind of cool. And then when we got back to our seats, they're like, that didn't take long at all. I'm like, that's because we used the men's room. And they were yeah. like, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I'm like, don't worry. <laughs> Explain that one. Um, well, and you know what? I was, uh, you were talking about how good a price uh, tickets are right now. I, I have the Today Ticks app, which I think is the Hot Ticks online operation. I, I don't know if they're officially connected or not, but it's, it's one of our Broadway friends because I wouldn't have downloaded this app unless somebody like Charlotte St. Martin told me to. Um, but she uh, but I was I was I got an email and I clicked through and I was looking at it. And then and I noticed there are a lot of shows that had like 50, 60, 70 dollar seats mm -hmm. and no fees attached for the next like two to three, maybe four weeks. So if people are looking to I mean, I'm, we're, I, we didn't end up being able to do it. But if we had wanted to take the kids to see Harry Potter like this weekend, Right. Um, and they would have been in the upper balcony and you and AB kind of talked to me yeah. off the ledge there. Uh, <laughs> but, and evidently the seats are all good, but it, you know, it would have been 60 bucks per person to see a three and a half hour show. And right. you can't, you just can't beat that right now when it comes right. to New York. That's true. Yeah. There's Broadway box as well. That's another ticket aggregator. Uh, and then, uh, Roe Majori's group, uh, Theater Mania, has one as well. And so, you know, you're, you're getting great deals. And then if all else fails, you can go to TKTS, which is the up to half price the day of. But AB and I know, uh, being insiders, you go to the box office and you can usually get a code. You download it or you print it out, go to the box office, and they will give you the best tickets possible with that code. You know, the guys at the box office are really helpful. They're friendly and you can see which tickets and which, you know, you can actually see the seats that you're going to be getting. So I wow. always trust. But that's a luxury that we have. Here's Christine bringing the are... real goods tonight. We got to go take this first break. When we come back, it's all food. We're talking with Ted and Nina Zagat. Tim and later. Nina Zagat. <laughs> A uh, little bit. What did I say? Ted. Who's Ted? Ted? Who's Ted? Where'd Ted come from? <laughs> That's it's that Tim. perverted bear. Tim, Tim and Nina will be with us. Uh, and then a little bit later, Steve Cuso, the one and only Steve Cuso. Don't go away.
On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and just $10 more for king-size. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98, or call 8 800-651-0798. Use the promo code Joe P. In addition to the special anniversary offer on the My Pillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all My Pillow products, such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, My Slippers, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code Joe P. to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his My Pillow. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. With over 100 years of law enforcement and his family's blue blood, Tommy Settner gives a just-the-facts, bird's-eye street perspective on all things current events, politics, law enforcement, and entertainment. Joined by Robin DeLore, producer and entertainer. The Tommy Settner Show. Buckle up, America. Listen to The Tommy Settner Show with Robin DeLore weekdays at noon on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and it's back to school season, and many students finish college without a clear path towards a career. Do you know a graduate in this position? Well, tell them about Plaza College's accelerated program in court reporting, which allows them to speed their way into the legal field and make great money without going to law school. This is an in-demand, lucrative career with flexibility that more people need to know about. I speak to the district attorney's offices often, and they are in dire need of court reporters. Courts, schools, and television stations are all seeking these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions, classes, live shows, and sporting events. And the National Court Reporters Association has partnered with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. D U AM 970 the answer listen to us online at am 970 the tune in iheart alexa or odyssey.com call in to the joe piscopo show and let your voice be heard hey let me go to tom and boca or tom your show is in my opinion the great american story joe piscopo's father the family Al, everybody in your show you guys put together a team i love your show everybody's beautiful we're very hey. fortunate to have a great american story hey. joe piscopo uh, joe piscopo weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on am 970 the answer our hosts tell it like it is no safe spaces here am 970 the answer And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, welcome back. It is uh, Friday night, and as I said in the opening, if you've made it this far, pour yourself a cocktail, <laughs> grab a plate, it's time to eat. We're going to talk food tonight, Christine, and I cannot imagine a more favorite topic for me personally to have on a Friday night than to have uh, the guests that we have lined up because they know everything there is to know about New York food. It's true, indeed. You know, Tim Zagat, uh, I had the pleasure of meeting when, uh, well, when I was at City Hall, but then when I became um, the CEO of NYC and Company, I was very fortunate that he was our chairman. And the co-founder of Zagat Survey, Nina Zagat, is also joining us this evening. Hello, Nina. Good to see Hi, you. Great to and see I, you. You know, they... Um, they have taught me so much about um, food and not only to enjoy it and where I can enjoy it, but also 
the value of the cuisine market in New York City and how important um, you know, restaurants are to the economy. Um, but we've had some great times together when we would have to uh, entertain potential tourists or big shows. In fact, uh, remind our, our listeners, Tim and Nina, about how Restaurant Week came about. We touched on it last show, but just it shows you the value of, you know, what restaurants do for New York. Well, you know, it was 1992. The Democratic National Convention was going to be in New York, and everyone was very concerned about making sure that the people that came to New York, both the press and others, would have a great experience and not have to spend a fortune. And restaurant, the concept behind Restaurant Week was that people would have a great meal for $19.92, the same number as the year. And it grew to be absolutely incredibly popular. And in fact, there was an article on the front page of the New York Times, as I recall, because Le Cirque got so many calls, 3,000 calls or something. 5,000 in one day. <laughs> wow. They couldn't, they couldn't answer them all. Everybody, it turned out that not only the visiting press, visiting political people, but also New Yorkers wanted to take part in this wonderful celebration of New York City's great food. And let me add one thing. It was a win-win for the restaurants because it got a huge new audience into the restaurants at a time when they needed it. Hmm. Uh, and it's continued up to this day. Uh, the last restaurant week had something like 500 restaurants involved and people from all over the world came to New York to try out these restaurants. And in fact, the concept was copied in lots of other cities around the world. London, that I know. Yep. Even to this day, they still do it, so. Yeah, Boston Restaurant Week. I remember when I got into business and uh, one of my first clients was the Boston Convention and Visitors Bureau because they wanted advice on how to put together a Boston Restaurant Week. So, <laughs> so I have to say I benefited from it as well. <laughs> they might have benefited from the fact that you'd been head of New York City's uh, tourism and knew how to do it. <laughs> I, I just want to add that you said how great it was to work with me, I want to tell you that it was my pleasure to work with you. Mm. Well, thank you, Tim. Tim. Tim did an amazing job um, really uh, showcasing New York City. And also, Nina, you were a partner in that because the number of hours that Tim Zagat spent on, on the NYC and company, you know, job after 9-11, which we all, no one expected. But you know what, as a chairman, usually they spend maybe a couple of hours a week just calling in, seeing how it's done. He ended up almost using, you know, we needed him uh, almost full time, you know, for his guidance. So, and I know Nina, that was a great sacrifice for Zagat survey. So I just wanted to thank you for that now. But just getting back to the point of popularizing uh, restaurants in New York, which the Zagats did better than anyone. Let's go now, 30 years later, uh, we're now in 2023, and give our listeners your opinion of the restaurant scene today. I think that it's better than ever. And that surprises a lot of people because I think during the uh, recent pandemic, people really thought the restaurant industry might be seriously permanently damaged. and. Yet it has come through uh, with more restaurants, better restaurants, more diversity, um, and a lot of less formal restaurants. I think the restaurant industry is now out in the street, which is a big advantage uh, for a lot of people. The restaurant industry has moved from Midtown and the commercial areas, which are obviously suffering, to follow their patrons into the residential neighborhoods. There's just, throughout the city, there's been a, uh, I think, a surprisingly great vitality in the industry. Well, Tim, there's no doubt that when COVID hit, I mean, that that was an industry that was decimated, uh, you know, initially. And there were lots of places that did not think they would ever have the chance to reopen. <laughs> Oddly enough, Christine, we covered one or two eateries that opened during COVID 
at the time. And I remember thinking, oh, man, I hope that uh, I hope that they make it through. It's really encouraging, Tim, to hear you say that it is more vibrant and more alive than ever before. Uh, I, I really think that that's clearly true. Uh, if anybody takes an overview of the entire city uh, and all the restaurants around the city. And New York had been before as a city of cafes. And, you know, that, that brings a whole different approach to restaurants. It engages a lot of younger people. It's, um, it's really been a great addition to the city. And, Nina, I was actually, you, our, our minds think alike so often because I, you know, Nina and Tim started out, you know, being foodies when they were at school in Paris, uh, right, you know, after graduation, they lived in Paris. And you think of the cafe scene in Paris, when you, when you think of Paris, of course, you envision all these cafes. And I think one of the silver linings of the pandemic is all of the outdoor dining now. <clears throat> and I'm wondering, you know, if where you where you stand on the outdoor dining if if it should become permanent or you know does it compete with paris <laughs> i think paris should be lucky to compete with us there we go that's the new york's perspective i was looking for yeah. <laughs> uh, no the uh, outdoor dining is just better for everybody it's better for the restaurants because it's an extra source of revenue it's better for the customers because it gives them a choice being indoors or outdoors. And uh, I think the whole public in New York City uh, appreciates it. They, there are some problems. Uh, it probably needs some degree of regulation um, as every other restaurant, as every restaurant does. But uh, overall, it's a great benefit to the city. Well, and it opened up however many more additional uh, tables and chairs on an average night, I mean, on an average week, that can really be a make or break. And for, and for in the in the pandemic specifically, th had they not been able to do some of that, some of the eateries wouldn't have made it. I'm sure. We're we're visiting with Tim and Nina Zagat. Uh, we are very very uh, excited to have them back. Uh, we just spoke with Tim a couple of weeks ago, but we're also going to welcome uh, another uh, New York food voice a little bit later in the show. So we're talking food all night tonight. Stick around. Coming right back after this break here on Radio Night Live. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. A Missouri judge says a law banning hormone treatments and puberty blockers for minors can take effect. St. Louis Circuit Judge Stephen Omer ruled that the law will kick in Monday as previously scheduled. The LGBT community had filed suit against the law. They asked Judge Omer to temporarily block it as the court challenge plays out. But his ruling means that beginning Monday, minors in Missouri no longer can receive puberty blockers or hormone treatments. President Vladimir Putin's spokesman Dmitry Peskov has rejected allegations that the Kremlin was behind a plane crash that's presumed to have killed mercenary leader Yevgeny Prigozhin. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 247 points. The Nasdaq rose 126. The S&P advanced 29. More details at srnnews.com. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota Service Department. If you're tired of dealing with dummies, go experience the smart way to service your Toyota. Two things that hit a family budget the hardest, the price of gas and of groceries. Let us ease that pain at the pump when you enter the $18,000 gas and groceries giveaway. The grand prize winner gets $10,000 in gift cards for gas and groceries. Three first prize winners each get $1,000 gift cards, and 10 second prize winners will get $500 gift cards for gas and groceries. That's $18,000 total. To enter, go to am970theanswer.com. Increase your investment knowledge in a unique way this year. Join us on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise along with The Money Show. Visit EagleFinancialCruise.com for details and to secure your cabin. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. 
America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuda & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom, you've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala Bertuna and Kamen at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Kamen's fighting for justice, fighting for you. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows, regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98, and just $10 more for king-size. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98, or call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code P. In addition to the special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code P to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. Ooh, what a little moonlight can do. It's Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough and Christine Nicholas uh, back with you on the Fun Friday edition of Radio Night Live, where we talk about all things related to um, the city and the vibrancy of nightlife and eating and Broadway and all the stuff that we love. It's one of my happiest moments of the week uh, to see Christine uh, sitting in the studio and talking about this stuff. And we are very honored to have back uh, Tim Zagat, who this week brought his lovely wife, Nina, with him. And we've been uh, just talking about some of the cursory um, issues related to eateries. Um, But let me ask you guys, and I know that the Zagat system is, is built upon it's kind of like blockchain before blockchain existed. Like you, you've got a lot of reviews from a lot of people and there's a consensus that's built through the multiple feedback of all of those people. But if it's just Tim and Nina for 30 seconds and just you're telling Christine and I like what you would pick, you got a date night coming up. Where are you going? Uh, the casual would be one of the sushi. I love sushi restaurants. Nina does too, because they're small. Uh, and I, we talked about this uh, a few weeks ago, Yakitori Toto on 55th Street. It's uh, like going to Japan without a plane. And uh, it's really wonderful. And there's another little uh, east side place called Tenoshi uh, Sushi, which is just simply uh, wonderful sushi and uh, small and you feel uh, intimate uh, and you just... Th- Two of you with a few other people had thrown in. <laughs> All right. And the anniversary, the, the big white linen night. The big white linen night would be the same place that a lot of people for years were picking, uh, even though it's expensive. Le Bernardin was the number one restaurant for food, decor, and service for years in the survey. And I would throw in a new restaurant called Fasano, which is probably the best serious Midtown Italian. Uh, it's from uh, Giro Fasano is the leading restaurateur in, in uh, Brazil. And he started this place where uh, at 49th Street between Madison Park, wonderful Italian, serious. It feels like going to the Four Seasons uh, mm. in the old days. 
<laughs> yeah, we missed the four seasons. Uh, you know, I, I have to um, agree with you. Uh, I also like the old school restaurants. And when I really want a special, special occasion, I'll go over the Brooklyn Bridge and we will go to Buzzy O'Keefe's, um, the River Cafe. There's just something to me so special about that. And I can remember going there for my 15th birthday. I can remember what I ordered, you know, with my parents and it was just so special. And every time I go there, it's it's just for a special occasion. It's a very romantic restaurant. Absolutely. and. Uh... If it wasn't for the fact the food was great, the view is unbelievable looking back at Manhattan. I know Kevin as a, even though he's a New Yorker now, <laughs> when he has a lot of people coming in from Texas to visit. Always learning, California. always learning and trying to find the new, the, you know, the, the next and the, and the newest greatest. And while okay. you're thinking about that, I did have another question. You know, cuisine has changed a lot over the last um, probably two decades, but in this last, you know, five, six, ten years, there's been this push for vegan, 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 like everywhere. And in fact, I think it was what, 11 Madison Park that went from being, you know, full blown everything on the menu to a vegan only menu. And I don't know how that worked out for them revenue wise when we ate there. Uh, and it was an experience, 22 courses. It was a birthday. It was phenomenal. Um, but it was we had protein and, and meat and stuff. How have the, the cultural tides within uh, cuisine impacted the New York scenery from your perspective? Well, I'd say that vegan is not the greatest thing going in New York. Not for New York, the city of steakhouses. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> no, we, we started with 19 back in 79 and we're over a hundred now. Uh, vegan is obviously important and it's a trend, but it's not uh, really uh, anywhere near a dominant trend. From my perspective, that's good. But you, but you know, um, I'd say that in most restaurants now, there are more there are more options that are vegetarian. I'm not sure that they're necessarily right. vegan, but there are veget you know complete meals that are vegetarian. Well, and now everybody has allergies that they never had before, and we've you know everyone's thing. so concerned yeah, about everything. It puts the, the chef in a hard is, spot. I think the point is that you can go to any restaurant and get if you're smart, you can get vegetables. Uh, it's less expensive, and you're also going vegan. That's true. But let me well, pick up on views. There are in a lot of restaurants with great views. Uh, one is Asiat in the West 50s. Uh, the um, Boat Basin, Brooklyn Crab. There, I'm just going down the list from our uh, 2020 guide. Uh, the Lolo Boathouse. Um, has to be reopened. So we're going to, in fact, our next guest, Steve Cuso, wrote an amazing, interesting article about the boathouse. So the fact that he's going to be joining us, I think that should be the topic we start off with him. So, Kevin? I, I, I think anything with Steve is a good thing. <laughs> we will we will make sure he knows that you said that. Uh, stay with <laughs> us. It's the Fun Friday Radio Night Live. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. Cars embody American freedom, individual liberty and mobility combined. In many ways, the automobile is a symbol of American freedom. But elites enthralled to the green agenda are meddling with Americans and their cars. In nine mostly blue states, they're pushing to create a market for electric vehicles. In Connecticut, in 12 years, you'll only be able to buy electric cars. How arrogant for politicians to try to substitute their own judgment for the free market. Look at the terrible track record of planned economies. As always, those who will be hurt most are those who can least afford it. They'll be forced to drive increasingly older cars ever farther to find increasingly expensive gas as gas stations become fewer and farther between. It'll empower China, which controls 85% of the critical mineral supply needed to produce electric car motors. And what about the trafficked children enslaved in the Congo binding cobalt for the batteries? What a complete travesty. Dennis Prager here. Join us in Israel this fall. Soon, time will run out, and then you'll regret you didn't go, I promise. Mike Gallagher and I are headed back to Israel in October with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to stand with Israel. That's the name of the tour. We'll be visiting amazing places in the Holy Land designed to encourage and captivate you at every turn. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. In Israel, we'll explore some of the most fascinating sites from religious and political history. We'll walk on the streets 
streets of Jerusalem, sail the Sea of Galilee, float in the Dead Sea. In fact, you could even sit in the Dead Sea with all its healing and rejuvenating effects and visit the Western Wall, a spiritual experience you will always remember deeply, fondly. Our expert guides will help explain the significance of every site, and our food and accommodations are specifically designed with you in mind. No other trip will be like the Stand with Israel tour. Sign up today to travel with Mike Gallagher and me this October. Call 855-565-5519 or just visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Dennis Prager isn't sure he recognizes his country. University of Chicago reports that 30 million Americans believe violence is justified to keep Trump from the presidency. Mm. It's one out of every 10 of my fellow Americans. To think that I, I share this country with such people is difficult. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3, on AM 970. The answer. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. As a local business owner, you get called every week by marketing companies. We get it. We have hundreds of satisfied customers. Here's what a satisfied client recently said. Open enrollment is going great. We're hitting record numbers. Thank you so much for this report. It really is amazing to see how the marketing is really shaping our enrollment around the city. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer. And now, back to Radio Night Live from New York. Here's Kevin McCullough. Fun Friday continues on Radio Night Live. And on Fun Friday, we often talk about really fun things like food. Christine Nicholas, uh, our next guest, who's joining the pack, we're not losing any of them. We're just adding one to the fold, uh, is uh, now joined us. I'm going to let you ask him the first question. Thanks, Kevin. But you sound so serious for Fun Friday. It's very it's fun. Like, it's very fun. We take our it's fun be- very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so joining uh, Tim and Nina Zagat here in the studio, we're very happy to welcome back Steve Cuso, the New York Post food reporter. And Steve, uh, while we were on commercial break, we were chatting about the boathouse and just wondering if you can give us an update and uh, how the fan mail is coming along since you last reviewed it. <laughs> the boathouse, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I, I can't update. Uh, I, I can't update you on anything having to do with it. Uh, since I wrote about the, the boathouse uh, in Central Park, they're a very small outdoor uh, cafe, which is a, 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 you know, a takeout patio uh, a month and a half ago, whenever it was. Um, we're still waiting for them to uh, open the real restaurant, which is, you know, the indoor dining room, uh, now controlled by Legends Hospitality. And um, that's coming up sometime in the fall. And uh, I, uh, unfortunately, I, I don't know what their exact timetable uh, is. Uh, we're all looking forward to seeing <laughs> what, they're, what they've done with the dining room. I thought it was absolutely gorgeous the way it was uh, back when uh, Dean Pohl controlled it. Uh, right on the lake in Central Park, one of the great outdoor settings um, in, in the world, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and it had uh, damn good food. But uh, Dean Pohl decided to walk away from it uh, uh, last uh, late last year. And the city awarded the uh, new license agreement to uh, Legends. And uh, we're all waiting to see what they can do. Uh, I, I assume and hope and pray that uh, the, the dining room, the real restaurant, will be a lot better than the experiences I had at the outdoor cafe where, among other other things, I ordered uh, a cheeseburger and I took it back to my table and it opened up the bun and there, there was no cheeseburger in it. Um, I'm sure that I'm sure lady, that they have these the little beef? kinks that they're going to work out <laughs> between. See, now and see the Tim, I was talking so. about the the protein free uh, movement in in New York and uh, Steve was victim of that <laughs> at, the, at the boathouse. That's one way to do it. Yeah, just. Say we're giving you a cheeseburger and then don't. 
I want to ask you lettuce and tomatoes. I'd like to ask Steve a question. He's the expert on both real estate and food, rare combination. And uh, it seems to me what's going on in the food industry is highly related to what's happening in real estate. And I'd like to get your take on how it's overall. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's a great question. Great question, Tim. And, and, you know, the funny thing about New York is that people who, who have no idea what they're talking about often say that real estate, you know, kills restaurants, landlords kill restaurants, uh, nobody can afford the rent. And of course, the exact opposite is true. Obviously, there are, there are certain cases where landlords can't afford to pay, I'm sorry, where restaurants can't afford their rent. It happens to all kinds of businesses, not only restaurants. But the fact is that uh, most of the major restaurants in New York that are recently opened and coming in are all in some different ways part, backed by real estate interests. You know, I, I almost don't know where to begin with this, but in, in the next few months, we're going to see uh, Jean-Georges Van Gerichten's 425, as it's called, opening at uh, 425 Park Avenue, which is a beautiful new office building at 55th Street. Um, uh, we just saw the opening of uh, uh, Jose Andres opened his uh, bazaar, uh, which is a, uh, uh, believe it or not, a Spanish-Japanese concept in the, uh, in the new uh, Ritz-Carlton Hotel in uh, Nomad. Um, real estate uh, it, it basically makes a lot of these great new restaurants possible. And, uh, or you think of the new Avra, the enormous uh, and successful Greek, modern Greek restaurant built around seafood at uh, 1271 uh, 6th Avenue. That's a, a, an office building owned by the Rockefeller Group. And in almost every case, the the property owners help, you know, they need the restaurants for their, you know, the stat, status of their buildings and to help lure office tenants or hotel guests. But, uh, and, and so they, the, you know, they don't give anybody a free ride, but they do help in different ways. You know, they may help pay for the build out. Uh, there may be very flexible lease terms. Uh, uh, especially in the early phases of, of, a, of a long-term lease, you know, in, in the post-COVID era. So, uh, you know, some people don't get it, but real estate is restaurant world's best friend. I, by the way, uh, one of my favorite relatively new restaurants is Fasano, which got a big help from the Vornado Group. Yeah, sure did. And Fasano is a great Italian restaurant. On East 50, uh, 49th or 50th. Yeah, and um, and that it's interesting because they opened about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago, when uh, you know the pandemic was still raging, and um, they took a it was a risk on all sides. But the, Vornado and their partners, I think their partners with S.L. Green in that building, they wanted a signature restaurant there, and that's where the the the, the new edition of the very short live Four Seasons had been. And it failed uh, very quickly. They needed a restaurant in there. And so Fasano, Italians from uh, Brazil, were just the right fit. And that building happens to be filled with all sorts of uh, law firms and financial firms. And that's become their canteen. You know, these high-earning uh, uh, executives, dealmakers, who work in, in that building, they, Fasano is their second home. And, you know, that's great for everybody. Wait till the uh, Waldorf reopens and the new uh, Chase Manhattan building or J.P. Morgan, that's going to be the hot spot in New York. Yeah, I suspect that the J.P. Morgan Chase building, we're talking about a, this is an enormous building. It's, it's not even topped out yet. Uh, it's a sight to see as it rises. They haven't said anything, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if they announced at some point in the next year that, oh, we just signed up you know, the greatest restaurant in the world to be part of that. I'm, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it's possible. Mm. Um, and uh, the Waldorf, Tim, it's our, <laughs> reopening the Waldorf for maybe the 12th of never. Put that on your right. calendar, the 12th <laughs> of never. All right. Because they're, they're, that, that project, is that's the most screwed up high profile project in, in, in the city. It's been closed for, for years. And they say that now that they're going to reopen in 2025. We'll see. Well, we, we love to have Steve Cuso on the show because we always know he'll bring a cheery word to end on. And so on that on that cheery word, uh, Steve, we always appreciate it. I'm sorry we're out of time, but we'll uh, we'll get you back on soon. Great. OK, thanks, guys. Uh, and Tim and Nina, thank you for being with us as well. It's always an honor to have you guys. And uh, let's let's talk food some more sometime.
Okay, great. Right. Right. When we come back, Christine has this week's tips for your weekend. You know, it's still summer. Some people don't realize that, but it is. She'll talk about it next. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. <laughs> so tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you heard? Michaels of Brooklyn. They went from 50% to 75%. They are now at 100% capacity. And by reservation, following all the CDC guidelines, they can ensure your safety and the health of their patrons and employees. And now's the time that you can get back to Michaels of Brooklyn and have some of that authentic Italian food. Celebrate Michaels of Brooklyn 100% capacity by joining the Sauce of the Month Club. You'll get a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta, and biscotti each month for about six months. Each month, receive exquisite sauces ranging from arrabbiata to putanesca and of course their fresh marinara they're family owned and operated it's authentic everything is made completely from scratch even the sauce that they sell in the grocery stores nationwide they make it right there at michaels of brooklyn visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com join their sauce of the month club that's michaelsofbrooklyn.com or call 718-988-7851 for reservations at 718-988-7851 michaels of brooklyn serving the community since 19 this decade is looking like the worst one to retire or be retired in. Now more than ever, you need to stay ahead of turbulent markets and money-grubbing politicians. That's why you need Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch has been helping Americans invest, protect, and grow their assets. A Retirement Watch subscription gives you must-have advice on all aspects of your retirement. Independent advice you won't get anywhere else. When you subscribe to Retirement Watch, you'll get three months of Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch newsletter. You'll also get Bob's five model portfolios and five free reports, including the hidden rules of retirement, hidden real estate tax bombs to avoid, cashing in on Congress's $350,000 retirement shocker, plus two more free reports, and an exclusive conference call with Bob Carlson answering your retirement questions. The newsletter, free reports, the conference call, all for just $19.95. Sign up today at yourretirementwatch.com, yourretirementwatch.com. That's yourretirementwatch.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once more, from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough and Christine Nicholas, so glad to have you with us. Final few minutes, and Christine, you always bring the goods, but I'm, I'm thinking there's even extra goodies this week because everybody wants to get all this stuff in before they have to go back to school. So what tips do you have for us? They do, and in fact, it's U.S. Open Fan Weekend, which always, to me, signals that it's sort of the end of summer. School's going to be starting, so it's time for you to kick your last few days in New York into gear and enjoy it. So uh, if you haven't been out to the tennis center, you really should go out in Flushing Meadows. It is, uh, it is one of those New York uh, really special places. Yeah. Um, and iconic. they've got iconic and they've got the food court. And so it, it's much more affordable than I think it used to be. And it had a terrible reputation for being super expensive. Um, and they have some special tickets with, uh, for kids, um, this week, um, for kids day and kids week. So check that out at usopen.org. Um, and then we also, if you want to get away, um, if you want to take a little road trip, it's not that far, about an hour and a half away to Garrison, New York, just in the Hudson Valley, there's the Shakespeare Festival. And this is really the last weekend of their latest production called Love's Labor Lost. Um, 
and it's a it's a fun story about how four men uh, do not want to fall in love. You know, they're claiming not to be in love, and sure enough, they even lock themselves up to be scholars. But the princess of France comes along, and what do they do? They fall in love. So <laughs> I'm not I, I shouldn't be blowing the lead there, but you, there's a lot of uh, hijinks in between. Tickets range from ten to one hundred dollars, and the runtime is two hours and forty minutes. Uh, there's a ten minute intermission. It's located in. A 2015 Route 9 in Garrison. Visit um, HV for Hudson Valley, hvshakespeare.org to purchase tickets and learn more. And speaking of theater, uh, September 4th begins Broadway Theater Week, where you get the two first, you know, buy one, get one. And it's, um, you can buy the tickets now online at nyctourism.com slash broadwayweek. Um, and all of the hit shows, Six, Hamilton, Some Like It Hot, Shucked, uh, Sweeney Todd, um, and more. I mean, they're all available. So this is a this is the slow period for Broadway when those folks go home and the folks that come in for the U.S. Open may not be able to go see a show. So you know what? It's a buyer's market. So enjoy, Kevin. Uh, you can go see, you know, whatever you want, basically. Um, and then National Dog Day. Don't forget this Saturday, August 26th, we celebrate not only our dogs, Luna and Paco, but all dogs on National Dog, Way and, uh, dog Day. And what better place to celebrate than the AKC Museum of the Dog, uh, which is a treasure trove of canine art and artifacts. Um, you can find out more information at museumofthedog.org, located at 101 Park Avenue and 41st Street. And I think the tickets are $15. Um, and then, of course, uh, that's about it. But if you do want to still watch the Yankees, they're away. They're playing Tampa Bay. So, but uh, the Mets are home. <laughs> are they? Are the, the, both teams are still in the major leagues. I mean, uh, this, is, this well, has been a because, frustrating year. I say go to the Mets because the stadium there has much more options for food and fun. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, uh, Christine, always appreciate the tips. Uh, AB, everybody else that helped produce the show today, we really appreciate it. Appreciate Steve Cuzo and Tim and Nina Zagat uh, joining us at the top of the show. Not not Ted. I don't know who yeah, Ted, Ted was. Ted Baxter. Was there a Ted on Cheers? You were yes, talking about Ted Cheers. Was... I think you flipped me into Cheers mode. I know. We were talking about restaurants and, and like everybody, you go to the restaurant, everybody knows your name. So you're probably thinking of Ted, you know, the bartender. Was it Ted, the baseball player? Well, Ted by... Danson played. Ted Danson played, but. It's, it's too many dots connected here. All right. Okay. Friends, we'll see you next time. Uh, we'll... <laughs> Happy Friday. Now it's time for my cocktail.